Last time on Geek Force, the squad analyzes HBO Max's Mortal Kombat. Did it meet everyone's expectations? Marlon talks about Invincible on Amazon Prime, and the squad reflects on Marvel Studios' massive content heading in the near future. We'll see what we're talking about today on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the lovely G-Squad of Marlon, Emi, and Ray. Welcome back, you guys. Happy Monday. We're back. Or Tuesday. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm already mixed you, up. Don't, don't do that to me. Don't, don't. You're just going to tell me it's Monday? <laughs> Wait, no. Cats in the quantum realm. <laughs> it's Monday. No. I'm waving my hand really as I'm saying that. This is not the weekday you think it is. Hey, you guys paid attention. I'm so proud of you guys. I should hope I do know what day it is. Or else I might not be here. I still don't know what day it is. I'm like, it's Monday, I guess. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Better remind Kat next week, Marlon, to record. I'm going to have to put Send it. Send the invite sooner. I think I might have to. Kat might forget. No, I might try to like be like, yo, I can't make it this time. It's Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, yes, Tuesday. Welcome back. We have some interesting things to talk about, don't we? Um, I am looking forward to what Ray has to say today. He has some secret news that he's sitting on that I'm secret news well, I, I don't know it's a secret to me and I didn't look it up so I'm like it's a secret and I want him to tell yes if you can't see like off camera Raven has a suitcase handcuffed to his wrist <laughs> That he's gonna unlock yeah, when it comes time to share. Right. What's in the box? Can that be his own movie? Raymond has a thing attached to his arm and some secret information that he's trying to like keep from the government. I yeah, want to see that, that film, though. honestly. It would be the really Tom Clancy story that needed to be written. Uh, <laughs> do we want to start straight. with that? That sounds like you you want to yes. the information. All right. So, um, Kevin Feige was on. Uh, Dang, I heard what, he, what it was. I think it was the Tonight Show. I think podcast. it was the Tonight Show. It was on something. <laughs> it might have been a podcast. I don't remember. But he was on something. And he started talking about WandaVision recently. Um, and then a friend of mine sent me this TikTok with information. Uh, and I looked up and checked a little bit of it. And the rest of it, honestly, just makes sense based on all the rest of the information. I didn't check that part. But um, the uh, he started talking about WandaVision. And he started explaining that there was a Doctor Strange cameo planned for the show. Um, and we never got it. It mm-hmm. didn't. Uh, I don't know. If, I think it actually, well, he kind of put it as there's a deleted scene uh, that is like it exists. But then it felt like it didn't. It, it, it didn't feel like it worked. And so they pulled it. Um, but I think it, it, it explains something that we never understood. And that is the commercials. Apparently, the original mm-hmm. plan was that Doctor Strange was sending the commercials to Wanda, trying to get through to her into the hex. Um, it explains how weird all of them are. Honestly, and so like I think the last what he basically said was the last the last one that got pulled was the one that uh, we were uh, was the one that was supposed to be the cameo where they would kind of show oh it's Doctor Strange doing this the whole time. Um, so mm. we never got that, mm. but it, it would explain a lot if that was the original plan and that's how that show was kind of filmed and written, and then they tried to change it with editing. Like mm. it makes sense that that's how that 
Yeah, it just it didn't feel like it was her doing these commercials. It was too it was too weird for her to have been doing those commercials. So uh, anyway, there's the information. The secret is out. What? How do you feel? We knew what he was going to be on that show. I knew it. I knew it. He just got oh, cut out. How some ways it might be kind of nice that they, that they didn't do that. I feel like we've been too much. True, yeah, but I would still want to see this deleted scene. I do too. I really want them to do mm-hmm. it. At this point, just hit it. on the edge of WandaVision, just hit me with the deleted scene. Give us the Doctor That's Strange fine. cut. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Strange cut. Hashtag. Also true. Oh, Release it, Disney. Release the Kraken. No. Just the scene. I don't need to put it in the episode. Just put the scene under the other extras. Cut. Just put it in the extras yeah, so that I can click and be like, I, that's plenty. Okay, yeah, this would have been too much, but now I saw it and I'm all like, I knew it. You know? Knew so, it. Yeah. wow. Interesting. Yep. Marlon, thoughts? That would have been cool. Cat, thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I, just, I like, mean, I knew he was supposed to be in there. I just knew it, but it makes sense. It like creatively, it it would have been too much, and it made sense. Like we, the commercials just didn't fit with what she was doing. But I, I, was, I knew there had to be a spot for him. I just didn't know where yeah. he would show up. And then when he didn't show up, I was just like, I'm really shocked because. He he's kind of like the master of this thing. Like he has to know what's going on. So the fact that he knew, like Kevin knew, like yeah, he does know, and he was going to do this, but we just didn't put they it. Also in there. Named, like, they also name dropped him in the show itself, so it kind of yeah. made you think that he m- might like you know pop up and be like right. I am Sorcerer Supreme. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, I think it was. I think it was a, a good idea to cut it. I mean, of course, you know, it would have been strange, but also I think it would have been, <laughs> honestly, it, it would have been, a, a, it, it, it would have been strange, but also would have been like a real easy wrap up to what's been going on. Like, great, he's going to handle this whole thing by himself. Like he's, or he, or at least he's, he's going to be like the, the main point. And I feel like it, it, it would have pulled the focus away from Wanda's thing of like, she's on this adventure. If you bring in another powerful sorcerer like Doctor Strange, he might overshadow like the trajectory the show is going on. But I do think it's going to be interesting down the line when they decide, oh, he's been here the whole time, which is why he wasn't able to be in this location. So it does give them a bit more space to kind of write in what he's been doing that whole time. And it also gives Wanda some space to breathe because we, you know, we, they want her to kind of like dive deeper into her her trauma before uh, the, the, the Doctor Strange movie, so it's very interesting to see how they're going to put them together. But yeah, I, I would I'm, I'm, I would think it'd be great if we got a a Doctor Strange cut, but I'm not mad that they took him out. I think it, yeah, it was a it was it was a good idea overall. Yeah, <sighs> Kevin, uh, he it's knows. A, the blip plot hole gets bigger and bigger every time because I, I now that you put it that way, I'm like, yeah, he disappeared in the blip too. What happened to the whole sorcerer system? While he was gone for five years, because they wouldn't have had a Sorcerer Supreme, so who got named Sorcerer Supreme? And yada 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 yada. Like, uh, was it Baron Mordor? Well, what was he up to? Uh, yeah, what was Mordor doing? Did he get blipped also? Was she, like, like it just the huh? blip plot hole gets bigger and bigger every. Dear Kevin Feige, we have questions. Yep. Oh my gosh, and that just really pushes the fact that Loki is coming out not too long from now, and that's going to be another plot. That's not only dealing with, like, that's dealing with so much from the past and present and future. Yeah, I don't know. So that's like, oh, we have to consider. We have to consider everything. Everything. Different dimensions and stuff. And I'm like, 
I'm ready, but I'm I'm just I'm going to have more questions, you know. So Marvel, just keep being wonderful. (laughs) I'm happy. Um, I mean, I just think about the other comic book company that I want to talk about and (laughs) compare that to comics. How they just want to put everything. Image is doing great. What are you talking about? No, no, not Image. IDW? Dark Horse. Oh, you. I'm just I'm being. I'm just. I'm just being antagonistic. What was the it's one? It's two letters, but hey, we don't need to say those two letters. <laughs> um, they need no. help. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I mean, they have plenty of time. No, they don't. I. I mean, they do. <laughs> they have. They have Warner Brothers money until Disney buys them. Uh, yeah, it'll be just fine. But that just, money ain't doing nothing. But they don't have brains with that money, though. <laughs> I mean, and hard money. We'll see. Hey, hey, that's Kat, all they got. What did we say about me at the top of the show? A broke clock's working twice, <laughs> twice in a day. There'll, there'll, there'll be some DCs that'll hit. There'll Where? be some DCs that'll hit. Only in animation. Give it time. There'll be like one or two that'll hit. Marla, I won't be on this earth. Yes, will we be alive when they actually hit their mark? Depends on. That's a good question, though. When will they hit their mark? That's a that's a some thesis needs to be written about that. (laughs) There probably is one. The Nolan versus DC. They they got that going for them. But it ended. Uh, True, but those some hints. That was was Nolan. That was just Batman. (laughs) <laughs> Ray, I got some criticisms. <laughs> Thank you, Ray. <laughs> Nolan writing fan fiction. Raven's like, I'm not letting him slide on that one. Yeah. It was literally DC fan fiction in the Nolan verse. I will. I will never. Forget you know what? Speaking of other stupid performing, but the, speaking of uh, yeah, the, the highlight of the Batman film verse is the Nolan movies. I'm not trying to take that away from it. I just. It's not. I, I won't. Once they finally make something better, I am not going to be dying for the Nolan verse. That's for damn sure. <laughs> well, we'll be old, gray, and doing. I'm still going to be complaining about just when, when I'm 96 years old. Yep. Right. Yes. Yeah, oh they finally goodness. do that. Well, let's. <laughs> well, let's talk about some some positive comics or some some fun comics. So, hey, maybe they are. You'll you'll have to be the verdict of that. We're gonna, I'm going to switch gears to talk, to talk about uh, Netflix's uh, Jupiter's Legacy, uh, which was written. Um, the comic itself was created by uh, a very awesome uh, comic book writer, Mark Miller, uh, and it's a part of his Miller World um, universe. Uh, and Mark Miller uh, is you know, getting a lot of, you know, praise right now because uh, like DC, like Marvel, his world was purchased by Netflix for $31 million um, uh, to uh, basically continue to make comics, but under the umbrella of Netflix with the the hopeful purpose of these comics being being adapted to uh, film for Netflix specifically. And that start of this is uh, Jupiter's Legacy, um, which is an eight-episode show. The comic book itself has about 10 issues, um, which encompasses Jupiter's Legacy and Jupiter's Circle. Uh, and the show uh, is directed and showrun and EP'd by Steve uh, DeKnight, um, who you might know from such films as uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. Uh 
But more importantly, he also was behind Daredevil's Netflix. Uh, so that's, you know, there's some there's some happier nods on that one. Yes. So he's, <laughs> he, he, he also was a writer and directed two episodes of Spartacus on Showtime. It's also a good one. So he has some hits. He got some hits. Yeah, 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 there we go. Yeah. So he's uh, he's stepping in to support uh, Mark Miller's vision of Jupiter's legacy. Um, and this show uh, takes place in multiple time periods, um, but it covers the golden age of comic heroes as a transition into the modern age of heroes. Uh, and it really kind of focuses on, I think, one of the more important aspects that I think comics always follows with superheroes, uh, which is like their code of ethics. Uh, and this show talks about it in length. Like they have, I think, two rules of um, being a part of their their group. Uh, there's a superhero group that's very much like the Justice League. They're called the Union, and their rules are no killing and no getting involved in political uh, disputes. And again, they came about during like the Great Depression era, uh, the stock market crash, and the you know and the whole like American idealism. That's where these OG heroes kind of stem from. And so you can kind of see like around that time era, these things made sense. You know, we're not going to kill, we're not going to get involved in things. We're going to have a very isolationist approach to it, and it definitely affects their superhero things. Again, if you're reading those old school comics, the biggest thing they have to deal with, like is a bank robber and a silly mask, or there's like a person setting things on fire or that's, or there's like a, a dude who's trying to steal all the bees, you know, it's always something ridiculous. It doesn't really get any, you know, deeper than that. And so these heroes are of that era and it kind of like jumps a couple of decades to the current era where now you have this um, mass murdering villain and he's out there killing people and heroes and these uh, main OGs are like, hey, he may be killing heroes, but we're not going to kill him, uh, even though he's like murdering everyone. And then you have these younger generations, third generation and second generation heroes who are like, these rules need to be flexible and we need to be able to use a little bit more force because every time we go out into like, you know, patrol or do things, one of us is getting eviscerated. And I'll give you this. Jupiter's legacy is very much in the vein of the boys. The violence is graphic. Like when someone gets laid out, they get laid out. Uh, like homeboy, I, I'm not going to say the character's name, but. He had like a stark reactor in his chest, blew someone's face completely off with it. Uh, yeah, they they go all out with this show. And it's interesting because, again, the show has these really weird nuances. Again, uh, it's not getting it's not getting bad reviews, but it's getting very so-so reviews because, again, the show, it starts very slow. And it kind of gave me WandaVision vibes of like, we're going to take you step uh, no, by no, 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 step. No, 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 no. Don't put it on one of like that. No, 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 don't compare no, no. those two together. No, no, oh, no, no, I'm no, no, going to no, no, compare no. it because you guys see the end of it. But I want to compare it because, <laughs> because in this show, they give you these breadcrumbs of like, this is happening and we're going to like walk you through it and we're going to do some like flashbacks here and there. But like, it's a show that you kind of like, it takes you step by step, but it's kind of slow. It paces itself out slow and it gives you a lot of these scenes where there's a lot of talking. And when there is action, it is quick, it is fast and it's gratuitous. But I think the whole part of the show is to dissect what it means to be a hero. I think like at a certain point in the show, one of the older heroes is like, one of my deepest regrets is our rule about not being, our rule about not getting involved in politics. We, again, they started in 1939 
World War II happened, they didn't go to Germany to help out because they felt that that was a political dispute between the people over there. And so they didn't get involved. And the older hero was like, we could have ended the cow. We could have saved lives. But because we saw it as a political event, we didn't get involved in it because we thought that, you know, we didn't want to, you know, have a heavy hand. And it's just, and, it's just, and this is like, I think it's a struggling aspect of like, does inspiring people to do better, is that enough to be a hero? Or is it like, I need to go in there and micromanage these people and tell them you can't do that. And it's, 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 it's this constant battle that they're having where the there's like this main character, his name is uh, the Utopian, because he's, you know, Mr. Utopia, who believes in like every life is, 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 is worthy of saving. And at the end of the day, as long as we capture them and arrest them, we're always the good guys. So we just, we got to make sure we save lives first. So we don't take lives. And they kind of go back. And again, he, he has, a, he has children. Because in the show, it, it kind of gives you like the first family, like the Reed vibes. Because again, this is the this is the Samson family. You have the father's Miss Utopia, the mom is Lady Liberty, the son is uh, called the Paragon, and the daughter is giving me Klaus vibes because she's fully strung out on drugs and has superpowers, but refuses to be a part of a superhero family because she's like, yeah, this is all hypocritical. Incredibles, but NC seventeen. No, no, it, it gives me the Incredibles and the uh, Umbrella Academy vibes because it's just like okay. there's a whole lot of trauma of like a child who hasn't been listened to, who's just been lectured to. Mm. And there's a whole lot of generational conflict there. But the show adding, like has some really interesting actors. Um, they have uh, Josh Dumal, uh, who is, you know, from the Transformer films as uh, Colonel uh, Lennox. And if you don't remember that, I didn't either. I was just like, this guy has a familiar face. And I was like, oh, Transformers. And, and that, and that one role that he was in. It, yeah, so I looked at him for a minute. I was like, I know his face, but I can't He's pin it so down. Too. There you go. The other guy that you all may might, might know is Ben Daniels. He's from The Crown. He plays Lord Snowden on The Crown. I don't know if you'll watch The Crown or not. I do, but I don't. I do, but I'm not remembering the name. The okay, cool. Name. I think he's on five Wait, which character is he in the show? The brother? Oh, yeah, he's uh, Walter Sampson, aka Brainwave. He has yeah, like, gotcha. yeah, he he has a combination between Professor X powers as well as Magne- like, no, He can fly and he has mind powers. Um, Josh Dumal is Utopia. He's basically Superman. He can fly. Has laser vision. His wife is Leslie Bibb, who you all should I know. Her. I do love from her. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I adore everything. her. I adore her. And she she also, and surprise to me, she was also in two Iron Man films. And I was like, wait, she was in two Iron Man films? And she was the hot chick that he was like, always like. Yeah, the, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a, oh, that was a, that took me back. I'm like, I didn't even remember her she being in that, this. She was in that teen drama growing up that was on like a Warner Brothers or whatever. I did watch that show. I did watch that show. That's how I remember her. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. She oh is. wow! I didn't. Know. Oh, look at that! Both of them MCU. Uh, right, MCU Both of them in Iron yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. Well, she plays Lady Liberty, and she's a mom, oh. and she is a silver fox because she's rocking this long, beautiful silver hair, real hot. And then there's this like unknown dude named Andrew, Andrew Horton. He only has six IMDb credits to his name. Uh, and they're going out on a limb. They're putting this kid in this role, and he's. 
I guess he does pretty good at being like a very frustrated, but also wanting to do well kind of son of like, my dad is essentially Superman and the world loves him. And my sister doesn't want to be a superhero, but I do. And I want to be just like my dad. And he makes a real bad mistake where he lethally hurts someone because he is afraid that that person is going to hurt someone else. And his father tells him, you can't be a superhero for a while. Like, I don't trust you to be out there because you hurt someone. And the son's like, he was about to kill someone. He goes, I don't care. We have a rule. You don't do that. And this is, and like, again, like, it causes a trauma because then the entire world gets involved. And now you have American citizens saying superheroes should absolutely have ultimate authority and kill people. Of course, America. Fantastic. Yeah. So again, the show is a lot of interesting moral uh, implications. Uh, and I think each episode gets really uh, more and more in depth into issues of like, what does it mean to be a hero? What does it mean to be you, the son or the daughter of, of someone? Do you have to take up the mantle? Do you have to, are you responsible for uh, upholding the uh appearance of a happy family? Can you separate from that? Is it okay to separate from that? How do you rein in someone that is just otherwise unruly in a way that still acknowledges, you know, their trauma, but also addresses the harm they cause? The show just goes wild with it. And again, I think it's going to get a season two because, I mean, they purchased this man's entire world. So I can imagine they're going to be really kind of dumping a lot of stuff into them. And then, like we said earlier, he's done stuff like Daredevil before, where he's been on the writer side of it. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. It is Netflix. Again, I I think I was surprised by the so-so-ness of it. And I do think it's because when you see this kind of film, you're going to be thinking, oh, this is either going to be something like The Boys, where it's going to be heroes behaving badly. uh, And it's just like a very slow, introspective superhero show that I don't think people thought they were going to get into. I mean, one episode the main hero just goes to therapy for a good chunk of the episode and just talks about what it is, you know, his trauma is that affects him being a superhero. So it's a very slow show. uh, And I think it definitely affects what happens with it. But I love to open up to y'all. Like, what are your thoughts about hearing about this show and, you know, knowing that it has some of these themes in it, you know, would love to hear, you know, some questions or some uh, curious uh, curiosities. Um... (laughs) I'm just tired of like white leading superheroes. I'm just, I'm tired of it. Like I thought I was like, I was like kind of excited that they were gonna have like, what I realized was a couple people of color, but then there's this scene where like two of them die and I'm like, wait, we just met them (laughs) like one scene ago and now they're gone and we're not gonna, and then they have all these other characters who are, you know, not necessarily white, they're like other things, but I don't care about any of them. None of them. They don't strike any sort of chord in me emotion-wise. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm watching this because Marlon's watching it. <laughs> That's why I'm watching this now. Not because I care, but because I want to be able to respond to when he talks about it. So it was like, and then I, 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 I think I'm episode four, and I'm like, okay, there's like stuff happening. But like, it's again, you're, it's so slow that you're like, I almost just don't care because it's not giving me the satisfaction of a story that I want to invest in for eight episodes. Like the boys, you know, it's like a bam, 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 bam. This is just like, it's taking you to the history and it's going back and forth in time. And you're like, okay, can we like, can something happen? Because y'all not grabbing me quickly enough. And, and it's become mm-hmm. like the, the last season of Attack on Titan for me right now. Like, come on, speed it up. 
Make something, okay. make something just, happen. I know, but it took five five episodes to get right, to speed up for Attack on Titan. And that was fun. frustrating. But that's just that's how interesting. I feel. It's interesting to hear both of you guys's. Um, so, Marlon, you found like it was okay. Like, yeah. would you recommend? I recommend it only because I I like its take on the hero uh, archetype. You know, the always do good. Uh, you know, save the save the day, but also don't do any harm. I like how they kind of like turn that on its head, where it's like, cool, like that works if you have a villain that's of the golden age who's like, hey, I'm the bad guy and I'm gonna steal the money. Oh no, you caught me. I'll come back. But does that work when you have a person who's like, I'm fully gonna murder people until you catch me? Like, is that true justice? But at the end of the day, you capture this guy, he escapes, and it repeats. Is that justice? Do heroes need to do? It's interesting to kind of have that inner conflict of like, man, like this this guy is going to hurt this person. I mean, maybe you should kill him, but like, does that make him a bad person? Like, where does and like again, like it includes like you know the implications of like where does it stop? How do we draw the line? So it doesn't have a lot of diversity in it, like no, you were I mean, saying. I mean, it does, but they're like background noise. Right. Like, you see them, they're you props. know nothing about them. They're like, oh, I'm going to join the, the union. I'm like, okay. But can, I hear, but can I know about you? Like, what's your, like, what, what I'm most curious about, and I, I'm, I'm hoping it gets to this later in the show, is like, yes, like humans now have abilities, but it seems like it's it began with this one dude and it somehow branched out. But how... How did it branch out? And I'm I'm hoping there's a really good explanation for this because if it's not, I'm gonna be even more upset about this plot line so far. Um, yeah, you kind of they kind of hint at it, and I do think that I think I think there's a purpose in the fact that the majority of them are white because now you have all these white heroes telling all these younger heroes of color, oh, you mm. can't use violence. Like, mm. like you, like, like, like okay. we're the creators of this superhero league, and we set the rules. I mean, there's there's even a line where like someone says like you don't listen to us. Like we're we're like upset, angry, and scared, and all you do is tell us follow my orders and you'll be fine. And I think like there, I, I think that there's a point in like having this majority white led group telling all these people of color how to feel about hey your friend just died. It's okay, you know she died for the union, you know, and we we save people and she didn't kill that person. So good on her for not doing that. But at the end of the day, you can't get revenge. You got to do your job and save people no matter the cost. Hmm. See, I'm just torn. Like, I'm like, should I watch it or should I just read the comics? The comics might be good. I mean, if anything, I think it kind of gave me like it 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 made me think about uh, the Captain America and Sergeant Barnes show, or like I, or like folks were like Sam should have done more, but then it's like, well, if Sam's you know acknowledging this hero archetype of like I'm not going to get directly involved in pushing politics, his answer of course would be do better. It would be like I'm going to inspire change, but I'm not going to directly say y'all should do this. It kind of made me think of like, oh, he's like this is a similar architectural like you know hero model of like I am going to inspire truth and justice in the American way, but I'm also not going to 
fully state what you should do as a person. I'm just going to be like, here's what I do on a day to day. I save lives, but I'm not going to tell you to do the same thing. I'm going to say like, I'm just going to be there and to be a symbol for everyone to like measure themselves up to, but I'm not going to directly get involved in anything. And with that in mind, like it was just really interesting to think like, cool, like this is an interesting show. It's, it's very, again, it's very introspective. When there is action, it's not very long. A lot of the action that happens is through um, discourse. It's through arguments of like, I don't agree with you and here's why. And I want to challenge you. But, you know, this is not. And again, it's, it's, it's very wordy. I think when people see a superhero show, their expectation is flying, fighting, explosions. And this show is like majority. It was flying. It was it was flying. flying. But, but, but this show, the majority of the time, it's like we're going to talk about. Issues regarding generational trauma. The moral dilemma of being a superhero. So they, they're trying to exactly. I mean, I know this is his only com- only comic uh, book series, but like as far as this live action, it sounds like yes, they're tr- they're doing the boys and stuff, but it also sounds to me they're trying to do a Watchmen type thing because what made Watchmen so great was it dived into topics that were completely relatable but from like a superhero standpoint knowing that they were an older golden age compared to you know what what happened and then dealing with the ramifications of that and the modern day it was just so complicated because people were trying to bring old stuff back and new stuff back and it worked and I feel like this show sounds like it's trying to do something similar but it's a little confusing in how they're executing it. This is, this, am I am I close in guessing? I mean, from from the synopsis I read from the comics, it seems to be like page for page, a, like a very honest depiction of what's written down. I think it might be. I think it might be an editing thing. Just personally, I just feel like I'm being jerked back and forth a lot, and I don't like it. Oh, <laughs> that's that, that, that I get part you. of why I don't like it, or not like it, but I'm, I'm having issues because, like, you just you move through time randomly. Like, you're here, and then you're here, past, present, or sorry, past, present, past, present, and so it might feel a bit like a yo-yo effect Com- compared to Watchmen, which did similar, but it gave you a smoother transition. Kind of? I don't Maybe know. That, that's kind of how I felt. <laughs> no, I'll I finish it. I'll finish I just, it. I'm just... I just feel like... It, what, I, what I feel like I'm hearing is that it's just not as good. And so when it's not as good, even... Like, Watchmen kind of broke. I, you remember me kind of saying at a time, they did three backstory episodes in a row in Watchmen. Like, right. that was right. a thing that right. they did. And, like, they barely moved the plot along the line for three entire hour-long episodes. And... uh but we, mm-hmm. but you forgive it and you don't give a fuck at all because it's so good. Um, and so this show just doesn't sound interesting enough to be able to carry that kind of weight is what I feel like I'm hearing. Yeah. But I like the Give guy who's in charge. Episode try. Um, <laughs> I like the guy that's in charge. I think he has a decent little resume. That doesn't necessarily mean that this is going to yeah. go well, or maybe Netflix was trying to make him do too much because they, like you said, you, they spent a lot of money on his universe, or I don't know. Uh, but I know I'm just getting kind of exhausted with all of these superhero things. It's like forever. It's like every five seconds now and i know i love them a lot but like i also am getting tired of it 
in general. And I guess I only really feel it when they're not very good. And I just kind of give it a pass when they the are good. Oversaturated. So that I don't part. know how to feel about that part. But um, I think uh, that's what I hit with there. It's just it's oversaturated. It was uh, five years ago. So I don't know what we are now. <laughs> we're drowning we're, in it. Drowning in it. I will yeah. say, give it the good three episode shuffle, and then you it know, get rid of four, it. Though. No, I'm, I'm on four. You need to get to at least four to be like, Maybe okay, five. something's yeah, happening. No, I'm good. Because around I four like, is when you lean like towards the past. That's too many episodes. Four. That is too much. I, That's. <laughs> I feel like three is good because three ends on a note where you're like. Oh, okay. I either I want to know more, or I'm like, you know what? I have enough to say. I'm I'm cool with just like reading the synopsis from Wikipedia. I think three is like a taster, and if you're hungry for more, you'll keep going. Otherwise, you'll be like, great, three is where I'm gonna call it call it a day. Well, I only say four because four. I think four was when you sort of get a taste of what happens to them as to how they mm. get their abilities and that's like oh. the thing you've been waiting for like how did we get to this point Whoa, why are we here how, who the hell decided this the you know? fourth episode is when the, you find out how they get well there. you you don't find out you just get the like, like a quick oh, no. visual thing <laughs> yeah. so they think and they're so, doing things with mind tricks okay yeah. no no no, no. I think I, well no, 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 no. I don't know Never mind. yeah I, I think it's knows. it's honestly one of those shows where I feel like you either like it or you don't like it which is why the reviews are so mixed because yeah. there's like a crowd that's like this is good there's a crowd that's like I didn't like it so it, it's a it, it's split it's, it's, it's polarizing because <laughs> there are people it. that are I'll just like this is interesting like but a lot of people are just like I don't like it so again I think it's just it's that kind of show where it's just going to be this really interesting polarizing show. And I look forward to seeing what he's going to do next with whatever he does. I mean, his world is pretty vast and pretty wild and um, he has a lot to pull from. I mean, this is the man that wrote the, 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 the ultimates old man, Logan and, and wanted. Yeah. So he's pretty yeah. good when it comes to writing things. So Kingsman. I'm looking forward to see and Kingsman. I'm looking forward to seeing what this means for this legacy of uh, Jupiter's Legacy and seeing what his next product's going to be. But thus far, I feel like give it a three-episode watch. Maybe you'll fall in the, in the audience of like, I'm good. Maybe you'll fall in the audience of like, tell me more. It's a it's an adventure. So it's up to you. <laughs> Ray said no. The daughter is just I'm hella on dumb. the fence, you guys. Hella I really dumb. feel like maybe I should try to read some. Um, She's the worst. The some cat dumb as shit. I'm like, you make, you're, su- you're a superhero, but you're like, my daddy wasn't there for me, so I'm going to be like a cop mess. No. <laughs> She's the privileged white girl. I feel like she plays the privileged yeah. white She's girl. She's a Karen. She's a I don't want to say yeah. that. Well, basically, well, she's <laughs> a trust fund baby, but trust fund baby got superpowers. Yeah. I don't. It's like sure. you are like everyone's enabling your bad behavior and right. it's worse because you can lift a car. So now you have not only yeah. the whole like my dad, you told me and I have like, I'm going to kill you with this truck if you don't get out of my way type energy. So it's like you're doubly worse. <laughs> okay, she gets to, I'm better. Gonna... Does she get better? Does she get better? Uh, no, does she, she get likable. Okay. Does she get she... likable? <laughs> I... I'd hope she would have a Klaus moment within the comics, but she definitely she has moments where she'll like align with her brother and help him out every now and again. But she, for the most right. part, uh, is very Klaus like with her. Okay. With and that was before Klaus got off drugs, so she's on drugs for a hot minute. This is 
sounds like a Showtime show to me. Okay. It's, it's drama film. It's drama film. <laughs> it is a Showtime a show. But you know, it's a Showtime show. But you know, speaking too. of bad apples, let's transition to a different bad bunch. The Bad Batch. Welcome to the tilt. Wait, yeah. this is good though. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. So everyone, this is a good thing. Michael ex- Jackson bad, which is everyone, good. Everyone, I apologize if your radio slid off the counter, if your car has a lean in it, or if your phone just all of a sudden fell off uh, the cor- the corner of the bathtub. It's now time for the Raymond tilt. Uh, yeah. Um, I <laughs> Kat wasn't prepared for that one. The um, wasn't ready. so uh, Disney dropped the Bad Batch finally um, after uh, hitting it for a little bit and giving us some time, and it dropped on May the Fourth be with you. And I did not get to it right away, but I finally got to it, and I actually legitimately forgot to tell you I did get to it. Um, and uh, I only watched the first episode. The first episode is like an hour, like little intro episode more or less like it goes on and like has like it has like a good start to finish storyline of at least like here's here's the here's what this show is basically um and if um from the bit that i'll say about the show is that it is taking place right after uh the empire has begun uh order like 66. yeah after order 66 the empire is 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 a week old and uh they are trying to figure out what they're going to do with the clones is kind of what where we are with the storyline um and so the bad batch being the little group um they have a great little one-off series of episodes in season seven and that's how they got kind of uh, clone wars and that's kind of how they got this show um and they're all they're they're great and fantastic still uh this show might as well be called the d bradley breaker so because he uh like has like because he's 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 the voice of all the clones and so of course he's the voice of the whole bad batch and so it's just basically him talking to himself most of the episode because that's i mean they're the main characters and so uh literally the first person of the credits is d bradley baker as the bad batch and it's just yeah no that's that's accurate um (laughs) and so that's everybody yeah so um uh and so plus you know there were other clones in the episode so when the other clones were talking to the bad batch that was still him talking to himself in that episode so um you know that's that's what this show is it's really hilarious but it's still really good and they did a they have an interesting storyline going on something with clones that we haven't seen them address yet um and I'm interested to see where that's going to go and kind of uh, where that storyline is kind of headed. Um, they gave us a nice Rebels cameo that um, for people that haven't watched Rebels, they won't see it. Um, they they won't get it for a very long time till they finish Rebels, basically. But uh, having having seen it and having that episode start, I was like, this is great. I'm so glad they did this. It, it angered a couple of fans because this storyline was apparently done in a comic book and this show technically changed. Imagine, it's basically a, one of those Age of the Shield moments where like, yeah, sure, this thing happened, but like, it's not canon anymore because we did it again in this other thing. So here we go. Well, uh, we're, this is the new canon of this of this thing happening um and so uh (laughs) i think they kind of gave away a throwaway thing of just like look we know that on this day in the star wars timeline that this character was here on planet a and 
character Y was here on planet B doing this thing. And the actual events of those things, we yeah, we've done it differently now. But, you know, the, the event didn't change itself. And I'm like, eh, I don't think you're going to get through the fans on that one. I don't think they're ready to hear that kind of logic here um, when it comes to retcons. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I good show, though. I, I, I enjoyed the first episode. I look forward to finish to it ending. I don't know. I think I'm going to wait um, till the season's over um, at this point. Mm. But I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it. Oh, so it's it's a weekly one yeah. episode. They had a two drop deal. last week. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why I thought they released the entire series. Like, I don't know why I thought Disney that. Plus. I'm getting streaming yeah. services mixed up. Yeah. Only, like, okay. I think it's only for like maybe experimental, like, do you like this kind of show type situation. I thought they were going to do that with this, but okay. So it's only oh, two no. episodes out. They know this is all hotness. They're like, this is, yeah, we're, we're, y'all going to have to wait. Yeah, but I do like to think the fact that this 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 individual voicing all those characters in the mess hall, just literally him in one microphone and just like a sheets of paper just going through just reading everyone's line. Quote number five. Quote number seven. Quote number eight. Just going just and just reciting dialogue to himself and oh, yeah. action shots and just. <laughs> And he's great the whole time. I want that video of him just like here's the entire like show. Here's all the lines. Go for it. And it's like having he, like full 20 minutes just like reading everything. He had to have broken some record for the longest animated episode with with like the voice actor having the most amount of lines. Like one voice actor having the most amount of lines. There, or something. Like playing the most amount of characters or something. Like he had to have broken some records for that episode. Because it was just like, man, you are doing everything in this show. This show doesn't work without... D. Bradley Baker, like it's a this is an yeah. impressive feat of animation here. <laughs> He's got yeah, a little bit of a different two, voice. It's like it's more. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's really funny. So, but you know they have other characters to make up for it, and it's not just mm-hmm. him. There's other things going on. You get to see Admiral Tarkin pretty pretty quickly in this episode, and that was kind of cool. Um, Yo, I was like, so, oh damn, yeah, going there. Yeah. So it's good. It's good. I recommend. There we go. Yeah, I think it's gonna be exciting. I think it's gonna be a really exciting show. I, I I'm always fascinated by their choice of, I guess, animation style. Like it just like their skin texture just looks like it's uh, like it's like st- like it's like stone. Like it's 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 not like claymation or like regular. It's just it's just such an interesting way of like drawing the characters and like presenting him and I love how each of the characters almost looks like another icon from another show like the hunter looks just like Rambo uh, down to like the red bandana tied around his head and like the little face mask and it's just like that's a Rambo character if I've ever seen one yep but yeah I mean it's gonna be fun it's a good show I'm excited for it it's only doing what eight episodes as, as well or is it six I don't know. There's no there's no record of it at the moment. Oh. Cool. All right, cool. Either way, it's going to be a fun ride. Like I, I like where they're going with this. They're giving us uh, a fun side mission. So I'm excited to see what uh, what fun characters are going to pop up. If we're going to see some more rebel cameos, if we're going to just stick to exploring the world now that uh, the Galactic Empire is under control. I'm sure we'll and get again, a little bit of this, Rebels cameos. 
exciting. And again, this is really dope because we get a chance to see like, hey, what did the Empire do to all those clones? Because we know that uh, in The Force Awakens, they're all just doing conscription. So it's like, yo, like, what happened to all those clones? What y'all do to them? Yep. That Mitchinosis. Um, you guys, so there's going to be 16 episodes. Where did you, where are you seeing that? On the dorksideofthefourse.com. They said, thanks to showrunners. They said, thanks to showrunner Brad, Brad Rao. We know that the Bad Batch season one will have 16 episodes. Previously, it was hinted that it would have 14, but they're looking at 16 episodes this season. He, but he didn't confirm or deny there'd be more seasons after this. So then they're saying, and we can watch this all the way through summer. To wow. watch an episode every, mark your, mark your calendars to watch the series every Friday up till August 13th. Dark Side of the Force, okay. I'm coming for you if you're wrong. Um, the uh, <laughs> Wikipedia <laughs> says it too. Just FYI. It says you know it's real. Okay, Wikipedia right, so then, says yeah, it. I can I can trust Wikipedia. Wait, wait. Um, but what about Wikipedia? What does Wikipedia say? No, we're not doing that one right now. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the that's yeah, a, so that's, that's fine. A, a I, on the Star Wars side. I think I'm gonna still probably wait. Till the show is done before I come back to it. Uh, August 6th. Wow, Ray. I just don't nice. feel like the twenty-minute episodes. I like. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do a halfway point True. or something. I I think I might do halfway. I too. will admit, I definitely was like, wait, no, I feel like wasn't the first episode like an hour? Yeah, that's what. It, yeah. Yeah. How long was the second one? Twenty minutes, or like thirty minutes, okay. something like that. Okay, so okay. like half an hour. Okay, mm-hmm. I got worried. I was like, 16 hour long? That's no. too much. <laughs> no, I, it was How only that first HBO one. show. <laughs> okay, so we have 15, or we have 13 more, 20 minutes. Okay, cool. I can do that. It'll be exciting. It'll be fun. And it'll be a fun little ride. Uh, and then we did we want to end on Kat's uh, interpretation of the Venom trailer. Kat had some feelings. Kat, why don't you tell us how excited you were to see Woody Harrelson take on the Carnage Reign. Woody Harrelson. What's, what's his name? Woody Harrelson. Oh, gosh. It's like Charles Barkley. Um. <laughs> Woody, Woody Harrelson. Uh, listen, you're, you're terrible. All right? You can't drill the ball. You're terrible. You can't drill. Shaquille O'Neal didn't even go to the NBA championship like I did. Why are you talking about I'm watching TNT. <laughs> listen here. Listen here. Cole I LeBron try to was... avoid watching TNT for this reason. No. You know basketball will LeBron always follow. LeBron James wishes he could play like Kobe Bryant back in my day. Kobe Bryant was over there doing a 360 spare. That's oh. what Charles Barkley meant it. My life. My life. It's going to be a clip. So, you know. Continue. <laughs> the end. Um, so yeah, Venom Two, uh, let there be carnage. Trailer dropped. Usually, I honestly didn't want to talk about this, but it kind of just felt wrong. What really made me laugh the first time, like the first few seconds, was you know usually you know this is a Marvel property, but you know it's being filmed by I think what 
Sony in association yeah. with Marvel Studios. Yeah, so that's what made me laugh. It said in association with Marvel. I know, that, that, that and I was that like, was they're like, we're not going to be art together. Right, and that was my red flag of okay. We know we're not good, so we're just giving you the heads up already. Well, we're I gonna be our it, own thing. I picture it like two divorced parents going to their son's graduation, where it's like we're here to celebrate our child, but we're just not gonna be sitting together though. <laughs> I know. And right now this is this is Sony's time. And I'm like, let Sony have their time. Sony, I still respect you, but again, with these Marvel movies that you be making. Um, so for the first Venom movie, I thought it was fine for what it was. It wasn't the best, but it was, I think what made it great was Tom Hardy's a really great actor and he really went there with his acting. And I was like, he made it fun. Everything else, I was just like, no. So I was really confused. And I mean, I wasn't confused. I had a feeling they were going to do a sequel, but I didn't think of it because I was just like, yeah, Marvel has so much wonderful things. I won't be thinking about this movie. But then this trailer dropped and I was like, oh, yeah, they did say they were going to do a, uh, a sequel. So with the sequel, we already knew that, you know, Carnage was going to be, you know, in the game. And if you saw the last little scene of the first Venom movie, you know, that's played by Woody Harrison. He had like a righty and featuring, hair. Featuring his Medea wig. Yeah, Medea wig, raggedy and doll hair. It's changed, y'all. He he got it slightly changed. I don't say it was an upgrade or not. He just looks more like Carrot Top now to me. Um, but, you know, okay, so he's in prison. He survives a lethal injection, you know, and that wakens the the, the the thing in him and then he, he turns into carnage that's basically what happens in the trailer so knowing carnage you know he's like where's venom i i want to i'm going to find him on site and we're going to start fighting so that's basically i feel like i just told you the whole movie um right there but that literally the trailer was tom hardy you know eddie brock living his life he he's making peace with living with venom there's a whole scene of Venom making him breakfast. Of course. Oh my gosh, just, it was just too much. You know, because in the morning, it. I'm making waffles. Right, and they were singing, what was that song called? They were singing some old classic song together. It was you know, ridiculous. He they, goes they, to the little market store with, you know, the shop lady there. They're really you making know. Venom a <laughs> cute <laughs> character. Right, first of all, <laughs> let, let, let me, let me, let me. They're, they're making, making a baby him. group. <laughs> right. Unifying Venom. I don't like that. I don't. Venom's not supposed to be cute. He's supposed to be rude. And it's to the point of rude where you're like, he said that. Oh, that's wild. But he's actually like, I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, what is this? I don't like this Venom. I like Tom Hardy, but I don't like the Venom. But, you know, it's played by Annie Circus, who, you know, is movie royalty is when really? it comes to voice voices and stuff, but oh, sorry, See, I, I didn't know it's Andy Circus. Andy Circus, I love Andy Circus. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Venom but... and the and the script, like singing about waffles, Marlon. The best part of the best part of the first movie was when somebody 
I don't remember why the symbiote, which apparently was Andy Serkis, said it, but he he says pussy, and it's like, and I don't. He was calling somebody a pussy, and I was. Just, it was just really hilarious. It came out of nowhere, and it just, it just, it hit the tone of that movie perfectly. And that, but that movie was still not very good. Um, and I, it just, it doesn't look like this is gonna be any better. It's honestly looking worse because it's just like we right. didn't. I don't. We didn't need this movie. Um, back to my title for today: superhero fatigue. <laughs> say it. Say it with me, everyone. Superhero fatigue. Well, again, if you, in the first movie, we know. Okay, so we know the comics. Venom is never a hero. You know, That's he's not completely true. Or he's a. Anti-hero. We know he joins the the Thunderbolts and whatnot, but again, he's not supposed to be the way the movie was supposed to portray him. But again, this is Sony. They still they were looking in their drawers and like, wait, we have this this right to this character left. We still have to make this movie. How are we going to make this movie? You know, make him be likable. So we're just going to make him be a likable asshole, even though you know. He, <laughs> I, you eating know, and destroying. I'm gonna. It's not for me. I don't want to watch it. But I can. I can applaud them on the effort that they're putting into making this Venom cute, like cute, quote unquote. Like they're doing. They're don't doing. A, if that's what you want to. If that's what you want to see, they're doing a pretty decent job of that. Like it was. Uh, yeah. cute. Well, I'm I not mean, interested in it. But this is all Sony has. Yeah. Literally, what did I just say? I well, found it in the bottom of the drawer. What else yes. left? We have this. Sony has decided that we're just gonna. <laughs> Sony has decided we're gonna go all in on the Spider Verse and just do Spider Man and his uh, all his people in our universe. We're gonna do Spider Man. I mean, we're gonna do Carnage. We're gonna do Venom. Everybody's so gonna have a Venom, trilogy. We're like we're like gonna try to stay in this niche world and Norman toe the line. But it's like, y'all, Spider-Man has a lot of fun folks in him, and they don't just exist in that universe. You're going to have to at some point branch out because he has people everywhere so far. You can't just like just stick to the one character forever. But it's what I will say I did think um, currently in the I think uh, the current Venom lineup, Venom is kind of a hero. He just saved the world from uh, the Uh. original symbiote. Uh, who I think is oh yeah he just said the world from Lord Null who's the originator the of the symbiote people it was like the uh, whole which, movie all over again like the I, Edward Norton yeah, movie yeah. it's basically like, you saved it from annihilation <laughs> I feel like if they wanted to they could make that a film I mean like, they would have to like again meet up with the other Marvel characters because again Thor's in this one uh, but it, if they wanted to to do it cool they could do a a Null type thing you bring in the original creator of darkness Stop. who kills celestials and Stop but again yeah, they're going to have to figure out what, what, what they're, they're going to have to figure out where their lane is because you can only ride in the Spider-Man lane for so long before it's like okay we ain't got nothing else to do Sony uh, likes that lane though you fast track I, for them what would make a spider what would make venom more interesting is this character named Spider-Man um <laughs> And without him, <laughs> it just it doesn't work very long. It really That's doesn't. The hammer. <laughs> the whole conversation. I don't know why I tried to drink water. I wasn't. I was going to go for a sip. Really you punched yourself, Marlon. You punched yourself. Just saying. Damn. 
I feel like I feel like that's what Sony's working up to. Like they're trying to figure out how to bring in Tom Holland into their world, but they're having difficulties because it's like we've already written lore into the Venom world where we got to figure out how we're going to tie these two worlds together. They didn't need and to make like, that movie no, either. It up. That part. Because again, this Venom is over in San Francisco and Peter Parker's over in New York City and they got to figure out why they're in the same place together. Venom's going to get slingshot out of Earth and when he comes back, he falls back into New York and then that's where he found Spider-Man. I don't know. Uh, but I agree. I, I think, honestly, they're going to have to figure out how they're going to do Spider-Man and it's going to be really weird because Spider-Man's only going to be able to talk to just them and then he's going to go back to the other Marvel Universe and then just not talk about this black goo monster he fought that tried to take over the planet and they're going to be like, what are you talking about? I'm like, never mind. It's a different universe or something. Cause it's like, never mind. I can't completely blame Sam Raimi because he made two decent Spider-Man movies, one of them better than decent Spider-Man movies before he ruined it a little bit with Spider-Man 3. So he's not completely to blame. Someone someone else is to blame for Spider-Man 3. I don't know who that person is, but I want to blame Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) I want to blame these two Venom movies on that person because because that person ruined the Venom symbiote Spider-Man storyline, they are just staying far away from it as possible at this point and I'll never get it again for another 10 years. You're so right, women. Raymond, I'm sorry. you mean you didn't appreciate this line from Topher Grace? Hey, she's she's got my spider senses tingling, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, gosh. I hate Actual that movie. Actual dialogue from the film. I hate that movie so much. It was much. the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And gross. mind you, they kept doing this thing where his face kept opening up. He had, like, shark teeth. And he, <laughs> the dumbest movie. Gosh. But, okay, so here's my question. Would you rather watch Spider-Man 3 or would you watch this movie? Venom Don't 2? do that to us. Don't do that to no. us. Guys. I'm putting Spider-Man it out there 3. for everybody. Oh, Spider-Man 3 again I'm, or Vitamin 2? I'm watching Spider-Man 3. I'm watching Spider-Man 3. Raymond, you would sit through that awkward jazz scene? Where just, yeah, absolutely. Yo. <laughs> absolutely. Um, <laughs> So Ray's gonna watch Spider-Man watch 3 Spider-Man again. 3. You don't watch it. It's the it's, I don't think it's, I it's it. not. Maybe that's it's why most, your life is not so bad. God, you watch it's it, so your bad. life is bad. I watched other things that ruined my life, but I didn't watch that. Aiming, aiming. I can guarantee you, I myself don't fast forward through movies when I'm watching them. I like to watch them all the way through. I remember fast forwarding because I'm like, this is way too long, and I need to get out of this. It feels possible. You remember. Uh, You've probably watched enough Family Guy for Seth MacFarlane to just do a to just do a cutaway gag for like way too long, um, right? And so yeah, that's that's absolutely what that scene is. It's just like wow, this is still going. Like, <laughs> still going. It's like why are we still in this jazz club? <laughs> that was a like, forty minute scene. And here's, it was. And here's Conway Twitty. <laughs> yeah, and here's Conway Twitty. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but aiming, aiming. Yeah, I tell you about aiming. Watch Spider Man Three. I want to hear your dialogue. I want to actually watch it with your husband, and I want to. I'm sure he's seen it, and I want to just hear the general reaction from the both he of you watching it. this if film. He hasn't seen, seen it either. It, he hasn't seen it. Oh my I god! Watched, okay, I, watch I forced it. him to watch films. Watch That's it tonight or oh, tomorrow. Snap. I want to be Wait, there. Matter of fact, I want you to watch it, it and like I want That's you to watch question. it. 
Watch it and record yourself watching the entire thing. Just, or I you wanna... can go on Twitter and do Twitter reactions. No. Oh, no, 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 no. I want a live stream of Eden <laughs> watching this. And I, just, I don't and even I, know where it is. And I want Hold the on. camera... I want is the it camera even out in the world. I want the camera just facing aiming. Aiming the camera should just face you, and okay. I just want to watch you get to that seat and watch you try to recoil and be like, "Oh my god, no, it's still happening! Oh my god, it's not over yet!" Let me know, like when it's like what time market starts at, and then I can like okay. prepare for that. Okay. Oh, uh, we're gonna. I, br- I see. We're gonna I mean, find you. I will go to every barbershop I know to find a bootleg <laughs> copy of this movie. Oh, no. Someone's USB stick Marilyn, has no. got it. I don't want to buy it. I really don't. <laughs> if I have don't, to go to a red it. box and steal it, I will. <laughs> Is it a, let me check Hulu for a quick second. Well, it says it's on Hulu for a premium <sighs> subscription, but if you have cable, it's coming on Encore. How dare you, Hulu? How dare you? No, I think it's because it's no, it's it's stars or something. Because you you yeah, oh okay, it's hard to find far from home right now. Also, oh, I am seeing that I was looking it up and it said a Venom two trailer somehow erases or it gives an Easter egg. Oh, yeah, that shouts out Spider-Man 3 and now I'm like should I read this article no. to care no no, that's okay. well, you know, made anyway yeah but you <laughs> know what I think that's all I got today and I, and I don't want us to get dragged down looking up the Spider-Man 3 location for evening <laughs> and that oh, becomes gosh. the entire show is us just so. shouting out links to places to find this phone. Hey, like, man, people know? might want to know. I know, people might be like, you know people what, might, watch People Spider-Man might want to re-experience. They're like, I don't remember how bad it was. Or they'd be like, Marlon, educate me. Right. Nope. Where no. is it? Where is the link? Show Not me good. the link. Show me, show me they the They can link. put it in the comments when we post this, and then we can come back to find it. But for now, that's all I got. So, Marlon, uh, you will watch <laughs> Venom 2 over that. I... <laughs> That's what you're saying. I don't want to do either of these. Nope. (laughs) Either or. Bullet gun to the head. Where are you going to go? What are you going to watch? I would watch Venom only because it's new. um, And I don't want to rewatch something that I know is bad. I feel that I am the same. I would watch Venom I feel like if I know it's coming. I know it's so bad. I feel like if I know it's coming, it makes it longer. Because then I'm like, please, I know it's it's about to happen. And it's like still long and I can't get out of it. I know. I, I don't would. know how long Venom 2 is. Raven's like, I don't care. I still get it. I would rather drink the poison I know than drink the poison I don't know. <laughs> Damn. Okay, Terry Lance. You don't really hate the first one that much. No, it's not. It... it, it it falls off the train, absolutely. But it's oh, not. Yeah. It's so not. Bad. I saw it in I think theaters, it's I still like, better than Amazing Spider-Man One. Ooh. Ooh, that's another topic. Ooh. What's the best Spider-Man movie? Into the no, Spider-Verse. Like, oh. Spider-Verse. No, no, no. Like Spider-Man Three or Amazing Spider-Man Two. Oh, definitely Amazing Spider-Man 2. Hard, hard one? Amazing Spider-Man 2. Amazing Spider-Man really? 2 is... is. I don't think you remember Amazing Spider-Man 2, because it is not as bad I as you remember that, that movie. movie. That was, oh, that one. I can't believe that you that, that movie is that bad. Here we go again. I don't like it. I feel like we have, don't have to like it at least once every But time. it can't be worse Please. than Spider-Man 3. I can't... I, I feel like they're equal to me. <laughs> I, 
I worked on Spider-Man since Spider-Man for I know it was trash. <laughs> that was the best response. I was there. I don't think you've seen it. And, and I Kat's was like, happy, I but was, I was there just like... when the ancient words were first spoken. <laughs> were spoken. Speak the ancient text I know the I know the ancient text. Yeah, no, I know we we get there all the time, but this is a, this is one of those times we always agree to disagree because I Amazing Spider-Man Two is not worse no, than that movie. I'm just like. <laughs> the prophecy of the, cats. The way you were, the way you're describing Spider-Man Three. That's how I was feeling when I was finally. I, was, I sat down and watched Spider-Man. I was like, I felt like I need to fast forward. I was like, this is too long. I need to get out. I felt that, and I did that, and I was just like, it ended. I was like, okay, please. I mean, is there going to be a trilogy? I just, only, I wasn't sure. <laughs> the only grievance I have with the Amazing Spider-Man Two is how they did Electro. Yeah. Him getting his powers was. Like the most golden age way of a superhero getting his powers I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Electric yeah. eels bit him. <laughs> oh gosh! See, no, we're not going down that line no more. I was like, y'all could do something better than this. He's been he's he's bitten by electric eels and gets his powers. Y'all have paid millions of dollars for this, and I was the, y'all in the writers' room, and y'all signed off on this. He literally got bitten by Flossum and Jetsum from the Little Mermaid, and he got powers. That's yeah. that's the crossover. Jetsum, yeah. God, Shout out to Little but, Mermaid. Oh God, I'm gonna turn my mic off. I can't keep talking. I'm done. <laughs> okay, we're we're done. We're done, Marlon. We're done talking about. Bad Spider-Man movies. We broke Marlin. I know. So we know that's 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 the sore spot. Like how Dark Phoenix is for me. We don't talk about the best Spider-Man movies. Um, yeah. So again, if you guys checked out the Venom Two trailer, um, it's coming out this year. In At the end of the year, September? something like that. I think. Yeah. Fall. So, fall. So it's happening around the time of Spider-Man. Spider-Man comes no, out in December, it. but this yeah. comes out before. Oh. Which I did say, I was like, hmm, interesting. Two Spider-Man movies coming out not so far apart. Um, so yeah, if you have any things you want to tell us, you guys, like your review on the trailer, hit us up because... I saw like the first three seconds. I was like, "This is not going to be it." But let me keep watching. The trailer basically told the whole movie. Of course, of course, we we all know how we feel about those types of things. Um, I don't know how this is going to be a trilogy because I feel like that's what Sony wants. Don't know how they're going to get there. But mm. and it said only in theaters. It did not specify a streaming service, so you can only see it in theaters. Good luck with that. Buy tickets. Good luck with that. I don't like people like that to sit next to them in public, so I'm good. Seeing Venom 2, I feel that too. I was like, seeing, you know, something else, we can talk about it. But this, no. But that's just my opinion. You know, I'm not trying to put that on everyone else, but whatever. So that's my wrap-up of Venom 2. It wasn't much, but I just didn't like it. I don't like this Venom and I don't like, like, what are we doing? Carnage. I am curious about, because Woody Harrison's a great actor, but. Yeah. He's going to carry that whole film. <laughs> <laughs> Woody Harrison's going to have all film. the best lines and looking crazy. All film. And then that's the end of the movie. But basically, it's the whole movie. He's just going to chase Eddie. It's just going to be him and Tom Hardy being, you know, whatever. So. 
Anything else to add to the docket today, you guys? All I want to drop in is that Zack Snyder's zombie film comes out on the 14th. Wait, what? The zombie film. The Zack Snyder. Snyder. He made another thing? He had time to make that between Justice League? Yeah, that was the one he's been plugging. Yeah. Yeah. He's been playing out for a minute. I haven't been paying attention. Once he did Justice League, I muted him everywhere. (laughs) Dave Batista's top build. Batista's in it. Yeah, but, but he's like been trying to get in a film with uh, Zach for a minute now. So yeah, he's gonna be in a zombie film. Um, I think Castlevania's gonna come out either this weekend. So that will be what I will be doing if that's true. So I'll see y'all on the other side <laughs> when that comes out. Because I'm just gonna sit there and watch. It probably is eight episodes. I'm just gonna sit there and watch all eight episodes and keep you guys updated on that. There's something else that comes out on top of. Like, this upcoming weekend's like, super geeked out. And I forget the next thing, but there's something else that comes out this weekend as well. And <laughs> good luck. No sleep. Team no sleep. Um, okay, Marlon's on the... Say it again. Mass Effect. Ray. Mass Effect. That comes out. This weekend. Mm-hmm. I know the Resident Evil game came out, but I'm still in. I'm watching gameplay. I'm not playing that game. I watch it on Twitch. I'm watching people play it, and it's just people really love that lady. I call her Lady D. They really love that lady. Like it's the mods episode yes. one, season two, Love, Death, and Robots comes out this weekend. Yes, as well. that's that's that was the thing. Thank you, Marlon. That was the other show that was coming out this weekend. So Netflix is going to be getting their ratings in this year or this week. They knew they knew what they were doing for the month of May. They knew Disney only had one show star, even though it was Star Wars. They're like, we're still going to take advantage of that because it's not it'll be over by time Loki comes out. So that's smart. But uh, okay. Thank you guys for coming together and talk about all the wonderful things that we did. Listeners, thank you for choosing us for your podcast show of the moment. If you have anything to add, shout out, ask, hit us up on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. As always, it's a pleasure talking with you guys. Until then, make sure to get your sleep, drink your water, and geek on. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.